Episode 9 of Captain Says, and different to the first 8 episodes where I had a guest, this one's sort of different because I have a guest, but it's more like a a co-host sort of thing, so I'll introduce to you Candy, Candy Dami? Yeah, Candy Dami, Candy Dami. Okay. Yeah. So, hello. (laughs) Hello! It's great to be here. I'm honored. You are the first official co-host of this show. Wow, I am so grateful to be here, actually, because you're a legend and, like, around the Prince Uh, fandom, and uh obviously, yeah, you are, a lot of people talk about you, a lot of people talk about you, and it's great to be here and actually talk to you for the first time vocally, which is... Because, yeah, I've never talked to you, I've never met you, I I don't think I even talked to you on Twitter until, like, (laughs) two days ago. A couple of days ago with Marina, yeah, um... I felt like it was a good idea because, I mean, you brought it up and I thought, hey, um, I like to talk about everything, including Prince especially, so why not? I'm sure we'll talk about that. Definitely. So, did you say this was the first time you've ever been on any podcast? Um, I have made my own podcast, but I haven't made a podcast with um, another person, per se. Uh. With other people, no. Um, I do really enjoy the Peach and Black podcast, and I do really enjoy the Music Songs podcast. I've never heard of that one. Oh, I've never heard of that one either, until like a couple of years ago, actually. Uh. It's been a while, thinking about it. It's been a while. So you, what do you do? You review albums, don't you? Or just songs? Yeah, I do. do do? No, my new music blog is actually just a, a tribute to just phenomenal musicians that I've been listening to for a very long time. And so with this music blog, I wanted to really indicate and emphasize the fact that musicians are not just people who make music, but they're people who touch lives and they do something good for the world and the people in it. And so um, when I made this blog, I was determined to make it the best blog I could possibly make it. And Obviously, like right now, it's 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 a pretty good start because my notes on the Tumblr thingy have been pretty well. So hmm. I'm proud. I'm proud. How long have you done it now? How um, many, how many been, albums have you reviewed? I'm closing four. four. This coming Monday, it's going to be about four. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's been pretty great. I uh, I really enjoy reviewing albums mostly because I have like. A large selection of physical copies that I have to go through and like I actually go through every single one of them before I go through the ones that I don't have (laughs) I've got a a wall it's just full of CDs which you know it's just so sad that it cost me so much money to buy all these things and now they're not even worth a dollar each it's so sad I do I know that I know that feeling um you know I used to when I used to go to the record store I used to actually steal Bob Dylan cassettes and she'd be like she'd be like where did you get these and I'd say Oh, um, I actually got, I, yeah, I got, I got this, like, you know, from you, you bought this. She's like, I don't remember buying this bootleg from 1965. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I actually stole this from the record store. And I was like about eight or nine when I used to do that. And so when you buy physical copies, though, like I learned buying physical copies is a necessity to helping musicians afterwards. But if I knew that, then I would have like... But it's, it's, they're expensive, you know? Like, when you buy physical copies, it's like, how do you really know what you're buying, right? Like, how do you know if it's going to the musician? How do you know if it's going to the company, right? It's a, it's this whole big complex thing, right? So. Yeah, if you really want to buy an album for the main purpose of supporting that musician, you have to do so much research. Yep. You would have to look up them, learn about them, find mm-hmm. out about their record label. Mm-hmm. If you can find out what sort of record deal they've got, they might only be getting 3% of that exactly. $15 and or whatever it costs. So it's even supporting the musician the best you can, which is to buy a physical CD. Yeah. They're still going to get, you know, maybe a dollar. Doesn't really help. Maybe less. Really, which is, 
it was just a bitter part of this because when you really want to support these people who make such good art and such good music, it's like you try your best to really buy their merch, buy their catalogs, buy their everything, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, I guess this is where it comes into why Prince doesn't like these bootlegs because he doesn't get any money from them, right? And so yeah. it's this whole big, like, He's, this yeah. thing. It always has been and it always will be because a lot of people say, well, why why do I have to buy it when I can just download it? Well, you don't want to download something that you can't feel and you can't see, right? Because a lot of CDs come with, like, posters, like, um, photo lyric, booklets. Lyric book, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so that's cool to have. Like, just the other day I bought the Bee Gees Ultimate um, CD pack and, like, it came with two CDs and, like, a, a whole bunch of photos of the Bee Gees and I was like, yo, this yeah. is pretty great. I like this. This, mm. is, this is what I want. Like, I want to look at Barry Gibb looking really freaking awesome on like an album cover like that's obviously it right but a lot of kids don't get that nowadays so. Do you know what i just thought i mean you're young younger than me anyway but there's yeah. big, there's kids out there who have never even bought a cd no i know and that's, that just I, blows my mind that 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 blows my mind like they tell me like a lot of my friends my friends my actual friends who are like 18 17 16 years old i ask them like hey you guys want to go to the record store What's that? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's that? That's the place that you know you you go to. You you, where you you know you buy music and you you listen to music. They give you a (laughs) yeah. They and they like you know sometimes they have deals there for records. And she's like, I don't even have a record player. And I'm like. What? Yeah, I have three. I, I have three. I suppose there's people out there who don't even have a CD player. It's just exactly. all in their phone like, or their computer. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, I have tried to get a lot of my friends into the music that I have. And for the most part, it has worked. And it has really... Because, like, the thing is, you can never go wrong with good music. So when mm. when I showed a lot of people um, D'Angelo's Black Messiah album that came out this year... A lot of them really enjoyed it, and they were surprised that they enjoyed it. And I was like, "Don't be surprised, because D'Angelo makes good goddamn music." <laughs> and so it's kind of like they don't know what they're listening to right now, so they can't really like what you already know. And if they haven't heard any, you know, really good music, and they're just satisfied listening to the the crap that's on the radio, mm-hmm. they probably think what they're listening to is good because, well, it's on the radio; it must be okay. Yeah. That's, that's thing, not like, how it works. Yeah, like modern day music. I did an article on this um, a couple of days ago on hearts and modern day music. And so the thing was like, yeah, you have your Florence Welches and now you have your Jack Whites and they make phenomenal music. But the thing is, they don't get any airplay. Like, I haven't heard a Florence and the Machine song on the radio for a really long time. And so it's just... Like, for the artists that I do like, it doesn't really justify anything for me. Like, I do like modern-day music, but it just doesn't get... It's not their type of modern-day music, you get me? Yeah, yeah. Like, the stuff that's on the radio, I hear it, and it's just... Like, I, Awful. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one song out of maybe 15, I'm like, oh, that's okay. It's not great, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not it's Yeah, it's not terrible, but, I mean... But like, there's so much when better. I listen to it, yeah, but when you listen to it, you like one of my things is like you could definitely do this better. You can do this song mm. way better than it already is. Like you have cute songs about like you know relationships and like breakups and then makeups and like all of this stuff, right? But what is that really doing for a purpose, a cause? You know? Yeah. Uh, like That's... it's not really doing anything. Right. I mean, they, they say the good thing about, you know, a good song, a good piece of music, you know, it will connect with you. It will make you feel something. Mm-hmm. But the problem is there's two types of songs in that group. There's a song that's actually true and based on some real experience and mm-hmm. that, that's one part. And then the other part is probably the much larger group of people who are just trying to connect by making up a story for the sole purpose of selling a song. And you can tell. I mean, like, there's, sometimes there's you can really tell. There's a difference between those. Yeah, you can definitely tell. And it's, it's like, there's not really that much soul in it. Like, there isn't any soul in it. Like, back then, like, you had so much 
going for you when you were a musician, when you were starting out as a musician. Like, you had so much to live for and so much to do with your career because your career could span for 40 years, right? And you had to make so much music, so much music that touched people, not even just touched people, but touched you, like something that yeah. really blew you away. And you really think that somebody who listens to like Gundam style is going to be like, this touched me definitely and definitely. And I loved it. <laughs> that's not how the music business works. That's not how the music. Well, okay. Maybe that's how the music business works. That's not how music works in general to yes. me. Big difference between music the and business, business and the industry are like the different things, but like, that if we're talking business here, like that's the business of music. That's a but, whole different ballgame. Don't, don't knock Sai. It wasn't his fault that song went viral. Yeah, like, that true. was his that was his tenth album. He's been around a long time, at least yeah, 10 yeah. years. And for some just, reason yeah. that song just got out of Korea and went all over the place. But he's been doing stuff like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, like, the thing was, like, I went to this celebration about youth empowerment. It's called We Day. And so it's literally a bunch of tweens getting together and, you know, they're they're trying to um, find their common ground and trying to empower each other and be determined to change the world. And so one of the things that they, ta- they, they do is, like, they play music. And so I obviously hated the, all the live music music acts no offense Mm. to them um i'm just really picky and i've been to too many shows to say oh well this was a good show because when you see prince jay-z kanye west and frank ocean live you can't really like be like oh yeah that was a that was a good show no so when they played the music like i I was listening to songs that i've never heard before and i just i was it stopped me in my tracks and i said what are these kids listening to? Because I I don't listen to this. Like I was in shock. I was listening. I was looking at my teacher, and my teacher's like, "Trust me, I don't even. I don't. My daughter doesn't even listen to this stuff, and she's five. And I'm like, it's <laughs> it's all about marketing, I guess, because tweens pretty much make up the majority of consumption, and you know, on the on the planet, on the face of the planet. And so when you give something, and when you give something to them, like. Like, uh, in the podcast that I made uh, the other day, I said the same thing. Like, when you give them One Direction and this thing called Little Mix, trust me, I didn't know what it was either. (laughs) Um, They just, they eat it up, right? So these tweens really like somebody like Rick James. Rick Mm. James would blow up out of nowhere. (laughs) Rick James would just blow up again. And it'd be great because I love me some Rick James, man. So all One Direction need to do is put out, you know, a new song with like a, a Rick James on there. Yep. And then definitely, I kid you not. Like mark and then my Rick words, James will be huge. All these, all these kids will go out yeah, and listen to all the Rick James. Yeah, Rick I James, kid are you not. listening? That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's Contact all you got to do. Direction or Bieber. Yeah, but like I mean, uh, any of them. The estate, just go get the estate to be like, yo. Like, can we can we do like a collab with Harry Styles? That's the same. That's like the Who's cutest the one. one he needs some help. Same. He needs some. No, help. but like, do something may, with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I see some potential in him, though, for some reason. Did, did, um, why did he leave? Is there any official reason, um, or he just they he he said he he said they made crap music too. Actually, that's that's what he said. <laughs> He said, I'm not kidding you. He's like, that's not the music for me. I wouldn't listen to that type of music, so I left. And I'm like, ouch. Because the other other day I saw him in a Prince shirt, and I was like, good. Mm. It's good that you left, because that would have been pretty. So is he going to do a solo thing now? Is that the plan? Pretty much. I mean, you're asking the wrong person here, because I do not (laughs) listen to them, but... um, they are they are pretty cute. Like you know, like it's nice to have. Like they're trying to embody what the Beatles were and what the Rolling Stones were, but they're just not. So it's a nice wow. attempt. If that's what they're trying, they are failing. Well, they're they succeeding are. in the the hype part of it. Yeah, the hype like, part they of just it turn definitely. Up and there's you know twenty thousand people just falling, falling down. It's crazy. Like, so they got that part right, but too bad the music's garbage. I mean, good good for them. Good for them too. I mean, like to each their own. Like, but are they like one of those assembled groups where they like put an ad in a newspaper or something, mm-hmm. like Simon Cowell? Yeah, that was the story. Was that Simon Cowell brought these boys together after each one of them auditioned on the voice, and then for somebody who doesn't listen to them, I actually really know a lot about them. <laughs> I don't listen to them <laughs> at all. 
but it's in the news. Yeah, I know a lot about them because I wasn't going to trash somebody who I didn't know anything mm. about. <laughs> because I thoroughly, like, l- at least research or listen to them. I couldn't bear listening to them. No offense to these tweens. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please do not blow up my Twitter mentions. I'm so <laughs> sorry. You know, but it was what it was. Like, um, and then they got together and they, and from what the videos that I see, like, they're always hugging each other and laughing and like, I don't know if that's fake or not, but good for them. Like, at least, at least they've got an image on them, right? Like, that's the thing. An image is key to trying to really excel in this business and this industry. Like, I always felt like when you have a good image or a bad image, it still works for you, right? Like, Well, look at Donald Trump. There's no such thing as bad publicity. No it such thing as bad publicity. what he does, what he says. No. Yeah, that's why Americans scare me. I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> like, I really am. Like, I always sing that David Bowie song because it's, it applies to everything when it comes to America. Like, yeah, I do have very, very, very good friends who live there. But the thing is, like, would I live there? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But see, with One yeah. Direction, that's the sort of group that really, like, I'll think about how bad is their deal? You know, how? what percentage mm-hmm. are they actually getting of these billions of sales that they're generating? They're probably getting uh, some, well, maybe at the start, some small amount, and then as they got bigger, they might have had a bit more power to negotiate. But still, I don't think they're getting anywhere near the amount of money that they're generating as one direction. Definitely, definitely Simon, not. That's like, why Simon fine. Cowell doesn't even, he just he can just sit at home. He doesn't need to do anything ever again. Yeah, he just sits back and like, hey, hey I'm a music critic. I can do whatever I want because I have a back. British accent and I'm just that <laughs> motherfucker, you know? Like, he can that's just sit back and hold in his money. That's all he needs to do. But like, I, I remember my friend the other day was ranting on about how they make millions. Like, they're each a millionaire in their own right anyways. And well, I was just that like, could be true. Maybe just say each one of them makes a million bucks a year. How much does One Direction as a brand make? How many? Um, how many hundreds of millions? That's a lot of money. Thinking about it, that's what I mean. The percentage that they would get, you know, is not much. I'd say compared Definitely to how much they not. make. Definitely not, because, I mean, I've seen One Direction lanyards. Like, who needs one of those? Like, why do you need one of those? Like, it just doesn't oh, make if you're, sense. if you're a real fan, you'll have one. If you're a real fan, that's definitely. What that's what they say. That's what, that's what they say. That's, that's what they still say. They still say that. And to this day, in this Prince fan world or whatever, they still say that. They're like, you're not a real fan if you do this, 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 this. And I'm like, okay, like... Excuse my language, but fuck off! Like, what, like, where are you going with this? Like, I, I don't need any confirmation or deconfirmation, if that's a word, like, to know that I'm a Prince fan or not. Like, what? Like, it's just, it's always been a headache and then some. But see, that's sort of. I'll just take a guess that maybe the majority of those people who are like that are Americans. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've just I mean, like, noticed. This is- they have a they have some sort of tendency to yeah. just not and accept just... anyone else's opinion. Like they can I mean, say yeah. like they they all talk about freedom of speech, but if they say something if you say something that they don't like, they're like, No, no, that's no, forget no, it. Mm-mm-mm. And like the thing was like when I didn't like hit and run phase one, I got so much slack for it. But the thing was I was gonna stand tall with I was gonna stand strong with my opinion. Tall and strong with my opinion because it was my opinion, right? But a lot of people just were like, oh, well, you can't possibly be, like, a true, quote-unquote, true fan because you didn't like this album. And I'm like, dude, I don't like a lot of Prince albums. Mm. This is not the only one, you know? Like, um, it was what it was. And a lot of people are just going to be like, okay, well, she says this, he says that, like, be done with it. That's it. But a lot of other people just want to drag on situations. And yes, they are usually Americans. And this is not a podcast to bash Americans, but you guys need to really fix your life up. Like, like it seems like, yeah, there's just a thing where they, anything that somebody says that they don't like, then just straight away, their, their reaction is to be anti whatever you said. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just it's just a strange mm-hmm. way of it's, thinking it's, to me because I don't think that mm-hmm. way. If someone says, "Oh, I don't like this," and I do yeah, like it, and I, I'm just yeah. like, "Okay, fine. okay, that's, cool. That's, cool. You like it, I don't. That's not a problem." This is what I'm but saying then, too. But they want to like start arguments and try to convince you why they're right. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, again, it's not Americans. There's people <laughs> everywhere in the world who people do this. People everywhere do this. People but, everywhere do this. Yeah. It's just the fact you on the org better. seem to be. <laughs> yeah. Amer- yeah. American. You know, Maybe. We don't like to talk about that anymore because I got kicked <laughs> out of there real fast because I had two really strong opinions. But the thing was, like, obviously in my time that I was there and the time that I, like, of course I have an account there now, but and I still creep their threads anyways because <laughs> I'm candy dammy, I can do that. Um, they usually just kind of want to say, they want to give an opinion so bad and then when their opinion gets, like, a little bit like, oh, well... I respect your opinion, but I don't really agree with that. Like, what you're saying right now, like, that's not true and that's not right to say. And then they're like, oh, well, you're just trying to, like, beat me down and, like, um, you're trying to, like, tarnish my name and all this dumb stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay. If I was really trying to tarnish your name, you wouldn't have one by this point. Like, come on. Let's be real here. Don't get me started on on the word haters, because I just can't stand haters it. Haters are my made of haters. I just, oh. I cannot stand that anymore. I know. It's so funny. It actually really is, because they think that, they think that the world is just a big old bunch of haters, and they just, <laughs> on the internet, literally, not well, even just the print. It's, it's anyone who disagrees with them. Yeah. On anything yeah, is a hater. That is such a, you know, like an ignorant way to think. Mm-hmm. It's like, I couldn't possibly be wrong, so everyone else in the world must be a hater. Mm-hmm. That's just, again, such a weird way of looking at things. I cannot understand that. Again, like, people, like, human beings have this tendency of just being so odd. Being so, <laughs> like, I like, my bio on Twitter is that I had a repulsive need to always be something more than human. And that's that's true, because I never really wanted to be this humanly person because it's like i do i do feel human emotions and everything but like humans scare me a lot (laughs) like they're weird people there's a strange bunch of people out there yeah and especially being a fan such like a diverse group of music like pink floyd fans will argue you to the ground like they don't play at all like that's the same with like like a lot of rock fandoms like they will argue you to the ground (laughs) back up just to be like well you can't say george is better than um jimmy page because even though jimmy page is definitely better than george harrison just an opinion opinion. see i disagree you're such a hater that's that's so so wrong george harrison is way better i mean you can say what you want to say, but... See, I have my... no idea, because I don't know that much of Pink Floyd's music, and I would never, that's or Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin or anyone, I would never try to compare anyone like that, because apart from the fact I don't know, I just mm. don't care in the true, answer. True, true, But some See, people and that's fine, do. and that's fine. And a lot of people will be like, like, I've had, like, literal 190 tweet threads, because people <laughs> were just like... You can't have an opinion. And I'm like, why can't I have an opinion? Why? Why can't I not? You have an opinion? I live in Canada, by the way. I live in the land where, like, we are allowed to say whatever we want, except be racist and, like, and have bigotry thoughts. Like, Mm. you know, like, I live in the land where, like, gay marriage has been legal for ten years, and then you guys (laughs) finally got on the boat. Like, what? Like... I'm sorry. I'm I'm pretty much allowed to do whatever I want of this side of the spectrum because you guys are either late or just not there yet. So, Bernie Sanders 2016, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, Bernie Sanders. I like Bernie Sanders. The first time I saw Bernie Sanders, and I'm sure I've said this before, Mm -hmm. the first thing I thought was, it's Larry David. And then, (laughs) and that was like some time ago, and then other people started saying it, and then... You get Larry David on SNL being Bernie Sanders. And I'm like, I said that. I said that a long time ago. I said that first. I said that first. True, though. Oh, it's funny. I don't don't know a lot about American politics, but I do know that he's a pretty cool guy. Come on. It's pretty cool. I like him. Just just because I like to hear him talk. Yeah, yeah, and he's very passionate. And he's like a cute old man, too. Like, I can just (laughs) imagine him having, like, a little cardigan and, like, a cup of tea (laughs) on the porch. (laughs) You know, like he's he's a pretty cool old man. Oh, no, let's not talk about politics. 
No, no, no. Oh, yeah, this will, this will change real quick if we talk about Don't Canadian politics. Well, you've got a new prime minister. Yeah, we do, and he is amazing, and I love him. He's great. I really do. I know some people who live in Canada, and yeah, they're very happy that Harper's gone, so. Yeah, Harper was terrible, actually. <laughs> Thinking of taking about it, like, how, he was racist. He Don't you, how long, how many years um, was he prime minister? Don't you have, like, term Eight years. Limits? Oh, so no. that's like two terms? Yeah, yeah um, but the thing was, like, prime minister for about eight years-ish, and then, uh, the thing is, you can run for prime minister for as long as you want, as long oh. as the people love you, as long as the people love you, I think that's how it goes, and See, so, In um, America, it's just two terms, and that's it. Yeah, and it's like, peace, but I'm pretty sure, but if that wasn't the case, Obama would be in that sucker for a long time. I feel it. Third term, maybe they'll bring back a third term. <laughs> Going back to what did you say about hit and run you didn't like it oh has, has that <laughs> changed second. um because at first i think the majority of people didn't like it and uh, then yeah. i think as as people listen to it more it i think maybe a quarter of those people <laughs> who hated it came to like it but there's still well, a lot there's still a lot of people who really don't yeah, like yeah. it but i was one of the ones who it yeah. changed at the start i'm like what is this and then i listened to it a lot cuz we had to review it and after mm-hmm. hearing it probably 30 times, <laughs> I like it. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to it's any not, other album. You cannot do that because yeah. it will fail. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But on definitely. its own, in 2015, with Josh doing the majority of the work and Prince just singing and playing a bit of guitar, it mm-hmm. is what it is. And I accept it for that. And I don't mind it. I, mm-hmm. After so many listens, it just grew and grew. Yeah, th- listen, this is my whole thing with that. Like, okay, I do like, like, I, okay, I do not like the album, but I do like certain songs on the album. Like, Hard Rock Lover is one of my favorite Prince songs. It's <laughs> indefinitely in my top 20. I don't care, you can scoff, whatever. That song brings out the beast in me. I love that song very, very much. And so... Yeah, I love Essex Face, and I love um, A Thousand Hunts and Kisses. And the thing is, like, I'm not saying this album is bad. I'm just saying it's not my style. Like, I am so used to Prince making albums with at least one song that has some sort of purpose and depth and complexity. And these songs, a lot of these songs just didn't have any depth, like anything that was like, wow, like, this is Prince Rogers Nelson. He just made a new record. And, you know, like, the thing is, like, with Carlos Santana's new album, a lot of people didn't like that album because it was too modernized. But the thing is, what do you do? It, it has to be modernized because, like, how are, you supposed to, how are you supposed to make sales and how are you supposed to make money? Like, these, this is how they get bread on their tables, you know? Like, you can't just deny the fact that they're trying hard to appeal to their fans while appealing to one newer generation as well. And that's why I respect Prince. I love Prince to death. And the thing is, I really admire him trying, like, you know, be his own person in this industry. And yeah, he recruited Josh. Good. I like Josh. Josh is a very nice person and very well-rounded. And I just, but the thing was, like, I just felt like it just had no depth for me. And, like, to be honest, I don't like a majority of Planet Earth either. Planet Earth is, yeah, it's not a a great album. Not a great album. But, like, the thing is, like, I do like a majority of New Power Soul. That's my guilty pleasure right there. (laughs) Well, there's a few good songs on there. There's at least, like, three good songs on that album. At least four. We'll Three, it, okay, four. We'll give it four. Uh, even if you say Hit and Run is a bad album, that's fine because that's your opinion. It's not. That's the thing. It, compa- if you compare this album to any other album nowadays, it's not a bad album. You know, it's not a bad album. But if you compare it to Prince albums, that's a whole different bag. That's not what you, we're going to yeah. get into. If you compare okay. it to Prince albums, it's like it's in the bottom five. For sure, definitely, and like a lot why, of people, yeah, a lot of people were telling me, "Oh, it's sold ten million copies." I was like, "Excuse me, if it if it sold ten million copies, I would definitely have found out, and I would definitely have given that thing a, a listen or two more." But it did not sell. Like I know, Artificial Age sold a um, hundred thousand copies in the month that mm. it was released, or at least that's what the um, that's what the wiki told me. <laughs> <laughs> but Hit and Run didn't sell anywhere near that. Exactly, And no. it didn't help that it came out on Tidal first, because yeah. you could get the full quality, like, 
streaming, but still full quality files. And then I think a lot of people who got that didn't buy the CD. I'm sure there are people who yeah. did because they have to collect everything, but yep. <laughs> I was happy with listening to it on Tidal. Hinted the Prince Museum. So I'm sure that affected the sales. Definitely. Um, I feel like a lot of people... But again, they, he's doing something different. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really am so with him doing the whole streaming thing because it is, it is a good idea. Essentially, if you look, if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it's a very good idea. If you look at it as a whole thing, it's a good idea. But sometimes it's just it's not good idea with certain projects. Do you get it? Like mm. it's like you. But you from could, different aspects as well. I mean, if you look at it just from. Uh, pessimistic fan point of view, you're only mm-hmm. renting that music. You know, as soon as your subscription is over, you can't listen to it anymore. Yep. That's a big that's difference kick- between that's buying a CD or even buying digital, you know, wave files or flag files. If you're on Tidal and then for, you know, what if you lost your job? You couldn't, you can't listen to music anymore because you can't afford to pay Tidal. Yeah. But if you had the CD, you could listen to it forever until the CD yeah. falls apart. I mean, like, I specifically have, like, this... I clean my CDs, like, frequently so they don't, like, scratch or anything. But I get what you're saying. Um, it is a complex discussion because when you think about um, what he's really doing with his music, like, does he really care enough to be like, okay, we're going to do this, 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 and this? But then he's like, oh, well... But Josh is going to do this, 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 and this because I'm kind of just chilling out, like probably playing yeah. guitar, having like Chardonnay with this really pretty girl. Like, you know, like that's pretty much what he does all the time. It's like, yeah, I could do it, but I'm just going to let him do it because he's he's the dude that's supposed to be doing this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> but it's, it is what it is. Like, he, like he's a smart, smart, smart businessman, and I've seen that through the years. I've seen, like, although some of his mishaps are pretty bad, we're pretty bad, but we can forgive and forget because that's what happens when you become a Prince fan. You just kind of forget and forgive all yeah. the... All the stuff and all the things. Sometimes you can forgive, but you you don't forget. I still want my $77 back, but that's not going to happen. So that's okay. Lotus flower. Did you get a lotus flower shirt? Yeah. You got it. Wow. Well, my sister, my sister got it. But the thing was, when my sister bought, like, the whole package of Lotus Flower, like, the whole, like, all three CDs, um, she used Bria's CDs as a a coaster, which was so (laughs) funny. I found it so funny. She's like, I'm not gonna use, I said, I'm not gonna use, play this. Just use it as a coaster. Play frisbee with it. Like, give it to the dog. Like, I was like, I said I should go back and listen to that album again, cause I, I think I listened to it once when I got it, and I've never heard it since. <laughs> but then, but, but then, yeah, just lately a few people have said, oh, you should go back and listen to it. It's not bad. And I'm like, no. well, I don't remember it. I just remember I've never listened to it since then. But then I think, yes, you know, Bria is singing the songs, but everything else behind it is Prince, right? Yeah, but like, so the thing that's got to be she something. Hated worth listening she hated it. She hated that. She hated the like. The thing was back in two thousand nine. From what I can remember, she said she's like, I don't really like this because she she he called her Sade. Like he's like, yeah, she's a new Sade. Don't you don't uh. care? You see it? And she's like, yeah. Ever since he said that, he's like, I kind of just withdrew from Bria at. At mm. very fast pace. But see, I can listen to songs and just totally ignore the the lyrics and the vocals. That's fine. I can do that and just listen to the music. I can't. So maybe I, I should do that. I can't do that, dude. Like I don't know. You should teach me how to do that because I listen to everything when it comes to songs, like really thoroughly and really like pickyish. Because like I won't like I do listen to a lot of music, but I won't just listen to anything type of thing. You know, like and when I listen to Hearts, it was funny because. I only got into Hearts because, oh, yeah, he reminds me of how I was that age. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, I want to listen to them, too, now. Mm. And I fell in love with him because he is just extraordinary. I love him. He's great. He's really he's nice, great. too. But, yeah, you know, like, I listen to, like, I won't listen to anything, dude. Like, that's just the... Yeah, people always tell me, oh, listen to this, listen to that. And I'm just like, mm, no. Because yeah, I've, I've already I've, got, I've, I've already got so many songs and so many albums which I know that I like, 
And mm-hmm. I can listen to the same song, like from <laughs> 1987. I can listen to it once a week. Yep. But I could also, if I wanted to, I could listen to a new song every day, but I just don't. <laughs> That's why I kind of felt like you didn't want to listen to Blunderbuss after I said, hey, you should listen to this. And you're like, definitely doesn't listen to it ever again. <laughs> I did listen to like the first two tracks. Did you like them? Not really. Oh, Damn. Should I, should I continue? Does it get better after I, like the third? I time? love the, I love the first two tracks, but um, I think you'll like um, uh, Freedom at Twenty One definitely. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Was it you? Not that long ago, we were talking about like some Swedish pop. <gasps> oh, the Asteroids Galaxy, the Asteroids Galaxy. Yes. yes. Oh, so oh, I have yes. talked to you before that. Yeah. yeah, that was like a few months yeah. ago. That was. I'm pretty sure that was a couple of years ago, dude. Like Maybe. what? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I love the Asteroids Galaxy tour. Something really about do. Swedish people and pop music—it just works. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, um, the Asteroid Galaxy tour—they're awesome. Um. And especially because I listened to their um, cover of the Safety Dance. Okay, first of all, the Safety Dance, the original song, is a really corny song, but they made this song so good. Oh, mm. kudos to them. You know, some of the, the stuff that's come out of Sweden is just unbelievable. Phenomenal, actually. I mean, I think you, great. Can, you can start with ABBA. Yep. And then there was maybe a bit of a gap, but then there was like Roxette, Ace of Bass, mm. um... The Cardigans, Cardigans weren't that big, but they had some good songs. But then you've got this guy called Max Martin. I think I've heard of that name. Yeah, I've heard of that name. Wrote a lot of the hits for Backstreet Boys, for Britney Spears, for like huge artists. And he's, you know, a, he's got to be hundreds of millionaire. He's he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. He's just yeah. written so many songs for like huge artists, and I'm sure he's a very rich guy. Sam. And he's from Sweden. It's just crazy. Sweden people know how to like make music. I think British people really know how to make music. That's that's definitely apparent. Um, Americans definitely know how to make like, and so do Canadians. A lot of people underrate the fact that Canadians know how to make music. And I said uh, while this presidential, ele- or not the presidential, but the prime minister election was going on, um, I said, why don't we just like wrap this up and make Joni Mitchell pres like um, PM, <laughs> right? Like that'd be so awesome. Like yeah. I love being some Joni Mitchell, right? Yeah. So a lot of people like they're like, oh yeah, like and my actual um, my music teacher from my high school, he was in a band in a new wave band that opened for the Cure and. He made really good music. He won a couple of Junos and everything. It's just pretty good. I mean, you, you can see, um, I mean, Alanis Morissette just had that 20th anniversary of the great, great Jagged Little Pill album. And mm-hmm. she's been all on TV shows and everything mm. promoting the new, I think it's like remastered release or something. But um, I really like that album. That's a great album. Mm-hmm. No comment? Don't like it? No, I'm just... Ah. Uh, I mean, like, I've never really listened to Alanis Morissette. Honestly. She's, like, one of the biggest, one of the most famous Canadian singers. Canadian, I know, I know, but, like, Canada. obviously, obviously I have listened to her stuff, like, her greatest hits. I've never listened to her, like, deep cuts or, like, an album thoroughly because, I don't know, I feel, I feel like... Canadian artists, like, they are very, very good and very, very underrated, but I've never really, like, got into many, many, many mm. at all. And I'm just looking at a list here, famous Canadian musicians. Alanis Morissette. Av- oh, Avril Lavigne, she's Canadian, okay. Who really likes her, oh, though? I don't think many people like her anymore. Yeah. Um, Bare Naked Ladies, I like them. No, I saw them live. Oh. <laughs> that, was actually, that was actually really funny. I was, in, I was in Canada in... Oh, it must have been 98 or 99 when that stunt album came out. They were huge when that album came out. Mm-hmm. And so was Shania Twain because that Come On Over had just come out as well. That was that was a big year. Mm-hmm. Celine Dion's Canadian. Yeah, Celine Dion. Oh, I love me some Celine Dion. Yeah, there's Jeff Healy. Justin Bieber's Canadian. Can't forget him. I really do like Drake, though. Gotta love Drake. Larry Graham's nephew or whatever it is. Larry Graham? yeah. They're related. That's his nephew? He's like his no uncle. way! No way! No way! He's he's uncle or something, isn't he? No way! No way! I didn't uh, look it up. He's he's some no relation. Way. Yeah. No way! That can't be. Yeah, I said that. I said that when I found that out. That well. can't be, dude. That look, is. Look up Larry Graham Drake, and it'll say they're related somehow. I don't want to believe that for some reason. Because <laughs> I just I feel like it's probably like. 
Just because they have the same last name doesn't mean they're related, does it? I don't know. I didn't even know they had the same last name. I just know that they're related. That's so weird. How do you... How are you... How? I just can't. I That's so weird. I heard Madonna and Lady Gaga were related, too, and I was just kind of like, what? Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't know about that. Unless you count that Lady Gaga stole one of Madonna's children and made it into a different song. <laughs> oh, snap. Going for the jugular. Yeah. I see you. But I really like... Lady Gaga and that album and that song, so I don't care. <laughs> and that song, I reckon so she took care. it on a song and made it even better. So it's not really. A, I mean, a it's not anyway. stealing. It's not stealing if it's, it's just good. borrowing. It's just it's borrowing. Improving. It's a renovation. It's definitely, definitely. Good God! So many Canadians: Justin Bieber, Michael Bublé, as well, Neil Young, Nelly Furtado. Oh no, Nickelback's Canadian. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate, I hate I'm, I'm so sorry, but like, I really do. The other day I was at a party and my friend's like, yeah, I listened to a lot of Nickelback. I was like, this is why we can't be seen like in public together ever again. <laughs> like, ever again. Like, are you kidding me? And like, we always trash people who say that they like Nickelback. Like, I'm sorry, but like, it's just so funny because like, it's not like they make bad, like, actually it is like they make bad. Honestly, I can't even tell you one of their songs. I don't know the last time I heard one. I just know that everyone just makes fun of Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> Somehow they just they just took on that role of being, that's the band that you make fun of. I don't know how they got it. Maybe they are horrible. I don't know. But they've taken that role and they've done they've done very well <laughs> in that role. I mean, they are. They do make a lot of money. Come on, though. Yeah, I mean, how, well, you can say how I bad mean, can they be, but then how bad are the people who are buying that music if it's that bad? I mean, those are the kind of people who listen to like really, really bad music. So it's like, like I can't. Act. If you if you buy Nickelback albums, I'm kind of just wondering, like, okay, so how do you really go about buying other albums? Like, you can't be you can't be a, a, like a Jimi Hendrix fan and be like, yeah, I definitely listen to Nickelback too. Like, no, that's not how it works. There's, there's oh, who knows? Again, people are strange. Who knows what goes on in their brain? Never know. You never know. There's got to be people out there who, yeah, they like Jimi Hendrix and they like Nickelback. Somehow, in someone's brain, that makes sense. And <laughs> we're, we're, we're not to, to judge those strange, Yeah, I don't, those I don't people. judge people. I don't judge people necessarily on their music tastes. I just... Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> actually, I was going to say, like, I judge them by their, like, character and stuff. But, like, actually, like, if you really have bad music... Like, if you have really, really bad music taste, I'm kind of just like, what is life? How, how, did, how did you even get your hands on a CD player or a cassette player or a record player? And, oh, my God. See, now, what it's is just... life... What is Life is a great track by George Harrison. You should go and listen Actually, to that. <laughs> I thought like I don't it's not like I don't listen to George Harrison. I just feel like guitarist wise, like I mean Rolling Stone agrees with me. Rolling Stone um oh, put if, Jimmy, if you're talking just guitar playing Yeah. Yes. I was talking just okay, Jimmy Page's solo career is not that great. But the thing is like his solo album, like his solo work, not really his like strong point like you sh like he's a good producer god like give him yeah. a hand for being a producer but he should just stick to being a producer like you know like you're not really doing much for yourself by you know just going out and doing a solo career i mean like you don't see me trying to like be the next like Joni mitchell either let's see how <laughs> good is it for him to be in that position where he's got all the money in the world I'm guessing. Oh, probably. And, and he has, just like Prince, he has the freedom. He can do whatever he wants. True. He, he can go and do a reggae album, and he doesn't care if it sells 18 copies. He did it because he wanted to do it. At the and end of it, still, he was yeah. satisfied. And he's like, well, in his eyes, that's a success because he was happy with it. It doesn't matter what it sells. He doesn't need the money. Good for him. And you know? There's got to be someone out there who likes it and buys it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that and the fact that, like... At the end of the day, that'll still be a member of Led Zeppelin, right? Like, yeah. people flock to that. That's probably one of the most iconic bands of all time. Probably one of the most legendary bands of all time. And he'll be rolling in, like, money for the rest of his life because he's from Led Zeppelin. But the thing, the controversy that surrounds Led Zeppelin is that they plagiarize more than half of their stuff. I've, <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. 
Yeah, but then again, like like you said, it's again, boring. If, but if you make it better, then that's fine. Yeah, that's what I said. I said to I said to my friend, my friend's like, I don't understand how you listen to Led Zeppelin when they plagiarize most of their stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's Led Zeppelin. Like, I'm pretty sure the people that they stole it from were not gonna make it as good as they made it. Like, it's not like it's not like Jimmy Page is like playing a guitar cordless or Robert Plant like. He uses, like, processors on his voice. They actually sound good. And so kudos to them. They Like, I give them, like, free rails to do whatever they want, you know. I mean, the lucky thing about people who are in a huge successful band, if that band breaks up or, you know, for whatever reason, just about anyone in that band, whatever they do after that, you know, you've got, like, a guaranteed audience who will at least buy your first release solo release after that band true that's and what happened with john good, lennon keep going yeah yeah that's what happened with john Paul lennon he's still going yeah he's like actually wings was really really successful come you know, to think about has, it talk about wings that has to be you know the one of the biggest flukes i mean i don't think anyone else has ever been in two bands as big as the beatles and wings Tell me mm-hmm. any other person who was in two. Oh, you, Dave Grohl. There you go. Yeah, Dave Grohl. I was gonna. Dave I was Grohl. gonna say either Dave Grohl. Or, Dave yeah. Grohl, who actually plays with Paul McCartney sometimes. Yeah, they actually jammed out together, and they're pretty good friends. <laughs> that is crazy, you know. I mean, the Beatles. You, we can't even. That can't even comprehend. Nope. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to say how big the Beatles were because if you don't know, then forget about it. But Wigs, I mean, like, I mean, Wigs, yeah. Wings, maybe just. On a guess, they were half as big as the Beatles. Maybe one third, who knows? But they were still huge. They were huge. Like, I pretty, I was looking at the um, greatest albums of all times list, and Paul McCartney was on there quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Like, he made it on there, like, at least a couple of, like, four or five times. And that's out of 500 albums. So it's like, wow, goody for you. And Keep then, going. And then, all, and then all these solo albums. Yeah, which, and like which, which sort of go up. Important. They sort of go up and down in quality. They're like there'll be a few good ones, yeah. and then a few that are average, and then some good ones again. But oh, hmm. it's crazy. But anyway, what, what was I saying? George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Comparing George Harrison to who? Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Uh, talking, you know, skill on the guitar. I would say yes, Jimmy Page. Yeah, that's but, what I was saying. But like overall, but I was thinking like, like, a, like and a musician. No, 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 no. I was thinking guitar because George Harrison is a genius in his own right. Because I've heard. I the was thinking whole, just songwriting, like George Harrison. Yeah, songwriting and production. Yeah, uh, and I, I really one of my favorite George Harrison um, centered tracks is definitely "Within You, Without You." Oh, yeah. Um, I asked, like, yeah, I asked, I played that song on sitar when I was learning it, actually. And so when, cool. um, when you actually get to play some of these songs, like, you can actually feel the process really take over you. And, like, that's why I'm really excited about being a musician because it's always nice to, um, give yourself that extra oomph when it comes to, like, um, being, like, a music journalist or whatever, right? But, anyways, back to George Harrison. Um, it's, <laughs> such a good track like it's one of my favorite songs of all time if i had to make a definitive list it would definitely be on there like the lyrics and the way that the song is done and i like the fact that the other three beatles aren't on the song kind Mm -hmm. of yeah if you want a uh a recommendation of an album not just to listen to but an album that you could review Mm. by george harrison is brainwashed oh was his last album and I think it's his best album. It's in my top five, even though you can't rate and compare albums, it's in my top five albums of all time. Hmm. Brainwashed is a great album. Um, I want to touch bases on that. Like, you say you can't rank or compare albums? Uh, Well, that's... When we do Peach and Black podcasts, that's always the issue that I always have. It's like, well, I, I gave Love Sexy, you know, like a nine, and this album... I might be digging this album more than that album on this particular day, and so I'd rate it higher. But, you know, that changes all the time. So I don't think it's possible to, you know, compare an album, you know, objectively, because there's always your feelings, are your personal feelings are involved. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone on earth can just 100% objectively go, that album's better than that album. Okay, I... 
I mean, yeah, I, 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 I can do that. that. I, I could find some garbage rap album, which I hate, mm-hmm. compared to an album I like. And of course, I'll say, well, this album's better than that one, obviously. But again, no. that's just my opinion. And the guy who loves that rap album and doesn't like, you know, the gold experience, of course, he's <laughs> going to like the rap album more. And that's his opinion. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. But to touch basis on that, like, you're right. There are a lot of emotions and feelings and reflective thoughts on why albums are better than other ones and why you can rank them or not. And the thing is, I stand firmly with the belief that you definitely can rank albums and you definitely can put them in, like, say one's better than the other because a lot of people do this thing on Twitter. It's like this it's this hashtag called one gotta go or one gotta stay, right? And so mm-hmm. you, you get four albums and you have, to, you have to keep one or you have to take one out. And a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, well, Purple Rain versus Thriller. I'm not saying this because I'm a Prince fan, or I'm not saying this because I'm, like, you know, indefinitely, like, in love with Prince and all that stuff, (laughs) but, um, I love, I love Purple Rain more than I love Thriller, you know why? Because of the musicianship, that's why, and so, a lot of people will say, well, you can't just say this is better than this, because it's just not gonna work out, but if people thought about it like this, if you compare chips, for example, if you compare Pringles to Doritos, Pringles are definitely better than Doritos, but people are obviously going to buy Doritos because the advertisement is out of the fucking roof, right? And so, um, but again, that's how there's I people see it. out there who prefer Doritos. But that's them. That's them. But the advertisement doesn't lie. The advertisement says, "Well, you should buy more of Doritos. Doritos are the best thing yeah. ever. Doritos are the best thing." And Pringles is chilling over there, and he's saying, oh, well, I'm just making chips because I want them to taste good. Like, I'm just making music because I just want it to be good. And so the thing about that, that's a whole nother bag. But what I'm saying is you can definitely rank albums because everybody has a voice of opinion, right? And so when you have that voice of opinion, you can you can really try to pinpoint where you want to put albums and why you want to put albums there and that's why when i I, I, when i do my little album collages like i put my favorite albums on there because i know exactly what my favorite albums are i know why they're my favorite albums because they reside in me like you know these are albums that have helped me in my life and you know that's just what it is i mean on, on that point of course yes you can rank albums and other people might agree, other people might disagree. Disagree. Because that's just your opinion. But what I'm saying is no one collectively can say, this album's better than that album. You know, like the whole world is not going to agree. Of There's course not, not. It's not like consensus. Oh, everyone, yes, it's it's 100% proven. This is better than that. <laughs> But you so can that's, that's, do that's it in certain instances, right? Well, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's going to be a majority who will say this is better than that. Yeah, and so but not you can say, well, you know, seventy percent—that's good enough. Mm-hmm. But you know, then again, if you're in the thirty percent, you'll be like, no, they're all wrong. The majority's wrong. I'm right. That's true. They're all that's just true. haters, and I'm right. Haters on the internet again. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Well, I mean, I have been making my favorite lists for a very long time. Like, I have favorite songs, favorite albums, favorite movies, favorite art pieces, you know? Like, I just, I've always had certain, like, favorites. And, um, be it one thing or another, like, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, just because you think your favorites are better than um, my favorites doesn't mean, doesn't make it any better, right? Like, I'm really defined on my opinions, and my, and I be- and I believe that a lot of my um my my preferences are do- are better than other people's, <laughs> but that's just my thing. Well, you know, everyone likes to think that they're right, and I understand oh. that because I the things that I think and believe. Of course, I like to think I'm right because if I'm wrong, then I'm just an idiot who's you know uninformed somehow. You know, <laughs> if I believe that you know a certain thing, like you know rain goes up or you know whatever stupid thing it could be, you know, if you believe that. And then you're proven wrong. You're like, well, I'm just an idiot then. No, I don't. I hope. I wish people didn't think like that. Actually, because just because you're wrong doesn't make you an idiot. It just makes you no, unaware. But, but you feel that way. You yeah, know, you, if, you, especially yeah. if it's something that everyone else obviously knows, but you believed something else for some reason. Like, you know, it could be something someone told you at school, and it just never came up later in life. Anyone challenge that because you just 
kept it in your brain and you're like, well, yeah, that's true. And then finally one day someone's like, oh, this and this and this. And you're like, but that's not what I thought. I thought this. And you're like, I believe that for like 20 years. I'm an idiot. Uh, But that's just how I would feel. I mean, for the longest time, I used to believe that like um, that little red Corvette was about fixing a car. Not really having sex, but until I found out, until I was like, I'd say about 10 years old, five years after I became a Prince fan, and they told me, sorry, honey, it's not about fixing a car, it's about something else, and I'm like, I I did feel that way, I felt like, wow, I'm such an idiot, I probably should have gotten that on the first go, but what do you tell a five-year-old, right, like, and the thing is, like, you have to, like, think about it, like, oh, the lyrics, the way that the song is, like, presented, right, like, that's how I felt, and I was like, and to this day, I still feel like, damn, that was a pretty blonde moment, right? Like, not to, no offense to blondes, I love blondes, but like, that was a pretty blank moment, right? Like, damn, son. But you, <laughs> but you could have taken the attitude that no, I'm right. It is yeah. about fixing a car. Everyone it's else is wrong. Fixing, yep. But the thing is, like, a lot of like when you're reviewing songs, when I review songs. It takes me a while to actually, like, I have to listen to it over and over and over again just to be, just to make sure that like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is how I'm going to present it. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong that like Sade's song about um, Frankie's first affair is about, you know, cupcakes, not just an actual affair, right? Like it could be about anything. But like the thing is like the main point is that it's about an affair. It's in the title. It's she says it over and over again. That's that's just it. And so that's what I really enjoy. I enjoy the fact that like things that are out there for you to see can be can be seen. Yeah. Some things are just blatantly out there and I like that. <laughs> but I can even miss those things sometimes. Like yeah. I'm sure we've reviewed print songs where you know, the three other guys were like, oh, it's so obviously about this. And I'm like, what? Is it? Is it really? <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, I can think I'm of, that I can't think of what the songs were, but I can think of at least two songs where that happened. And they were like, there was one song. And I think one of them might've been, I would die for you. And Toe Jam was like, this is so obviously about, you know, religion or Christ or something. And I'm like, what? What? I never had a clue. I never even thought about it. There was I no never... hint at all. But everyone else is like, he of course, like, of course it yeah, is. No, no, no. And I'm I like, see it now. What? I see it now. I definitely see it now because I'm, I'm your Messiah. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, see, I, I never took that, you know, in like a, a literal way at all. I'm just like, that's just a <laughs> word in a song. I don't care. It's just lyrics. <laughs> it's just lyrics, which I don't pay that much attention to. That's fine. That's fine. But no, I. A few other songs I'm like, like that, that. And I'm just I'm like, wow. That too. I'm like that with lyrics too. Like, since the beginning of time, since the beginning um, that I've been listening to music, I've been getting lyrics wrong all throughout the whole thing. Like, I've been a Prince fan for 12 years, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure I've butchered so many Prince songs <laughs> because I've gotten so many lyrics wrong, and it's like, what do you do, right? Like, I, I don't like to look up lyrics because it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's like, I listen to the song thoroughly, and then I'll, like, type out the lyrics, and, like, Obviously, when you when you get lyrics wrong, it's just like wow, like that was a dumb moment. Like I, I probably shouldn't have even posted it or whatever. But like that's the thing. Like I, I always sing these lyrics, and my my best friend would be like, "That's not how the song goes." And I'm like, "What?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, that's not how the song goes. It goes like this." And I'm like, "No, I've been a Prince fan longer than you. I should know." She's like, "She's like, she's like, no, she's like, no. That's definitely not how the song goes. You can look it up." And I looked it up. Yeah. I hated it. I hated being wrong on lyrics. And I was just like, oh, damn, you're right. A three-year person just <laughs> came after my life. That's why it's better just just don't listen. I just don't listen to the lyrics. That's fine. I'm, I'm much more interested in the music. I said this before, though. Like, because yeah. I play music, I'm much more interested in the music. You know, if like I said, if I was a poet, I'd be a lot more interested in the lyrics. And that's the thing. I'm a poet. I'm a writer. <laughs> But like the thing is like soon on Saturday I'm getting an alto sax, so I'll be a musician soon anyway. So let's see how that works out, huh? Uh-huh. You will have to get on um get in contact with Eric Leeds and have some lessons. No, actually Adrian said he'd do them on Skype and I was oh, like I was like, get it, dude. Like <laughs> It was pretty fun. Saxophone, huh? That'll be good. Yeah, I wanted to play saxophone for the longest time, mainly because of Stuart Mackieman and Maceo Parker, but obviously I love Eric Leeds, Adrian Crutchfield, and um, Candy Delfer, right? Yeah. Gotta show love. 
Candy's awesome. Like, I want to be the next Candy Dolfer, but, like, I feel like if I ever, like, got into that type of field, she would be like, this is my turf, not yours. Yeah, but, you know, there's always the preference for age over experience. Oh. You know? So, I, you know. I've, I've never been like Does that. Does that make I, sense? You know, like, age, younger age yeah. over more experience yeah. older person because I know I know definitely Prince is like that <laughs> like Prince is definitely like we it's gotta, like candy gotta, oh man you're over like 35 now I've got to get someone younger sorry <laughs> yeah sorry about that but she's still she's still really kicking it like I've seen she's videos right. of, I've seen videos of her um, performing and she's just she's still kicking it man like kudos to her she's like and like i like that about older musicians like they will still um do their own thing they'll still go on tour they'll still like they'll still put on a really good show and i'm just like you like carlos santana you might be 69 70 years old but you can put on a good show good for you yeah and i mean david bowie's probably with his new album probably gonna go on tour too so when is that when is that coming out january oh not too far I'm looking forward to that. I really like the last. I said I've never listened to David Bowie much at all, just except for the you know you hear like Heroes on the radio and stuff. But you know, under pressure, the songs that they always play. But the last album he put out must have was it like 2012? The next day. The next day, I loved that album. I I liked almost every song on that album, and that was my first David Bowie album. Oh really? I'd never really I'd never listened to an album before. I'd just heard you know the big singles and i really, really like that that's good that's good that you but um, mc said to me i should go and listen to the one that came out before that so I'm, i've got to do that i'll get to that you should probably listen so to so many um, albums to listen to yeah i know i always see that so many albums so little time but what i really suggest in, in regards to david bowie is scary monster super creeps obviously what what like, year was that out um 1981 okay i think yeah that was um, one of the big albums it wasn't a big album. It's just it's one of it's. He had some very good singles and very good songs on there, like "Ashes to Ashes." Ah, oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, and so um, I don't know about them, but like "Fashion" and "Up the Hill Backwards" are my favorite songs from David Bowie, including like you know "I'm Afraid of Americans," ha ha ha, and like <laughs> a bunch of other songs that I like. I mean, for my music blog, the next big project that I want to do is concept album. So obviously, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars is supposed to be on that concept album list. What about is is the Rainbow Children? Is that a concept album? Um, for the most part, it's it is. It has the idea, like the overall idea is does fall into place. Like it's about religion, it's about um love, sex, magic, things like that, yeah. right? So, um, it's probably it the is most a concept. full concept yeah. album he's done, like compared yeah, to anything definitely, else. Definitely. Um. But what I was thinking, I was thinking like The Wall by Pink Floyd, the Alan Parsons mm. project, and um, um, you know, David Bowie, obviously. And so, yeah, you, you never really. I'm still trying to do that. I did a I did a live albums post thing too, which was pretty. I was pretty proud of that. Live albums. <laughs> yeah, I love I, me some live albums. Just to clarify uh, what you said before, mm-hmm. uh, scared of all Americans. No offense to any Americans listening. Don't, yeah, don't send me a million yeah. tweets. I, d- I don't. Yeah, we do, we <laughs> didn't. We we just we're just having a little fun right here. But that, at is, you guys. but that is a common attitude. Yeah, have. that it's is. It's like I'm right and you're all wrong, and that's it. And that's it. And I know a lot of like my American friends are like that. Just because the experience I had was with an American, I'm not saying <laughs> that. All Americans are like that. Yeah, that's It's just that was my experience, so... Just like my opinion, that's that's it. That's just it. I'm not speaking for anyone else. I'm not saying anything in general, uh, even though I did. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I did? Same here. (laughs) If you're going to come for him, you might as well come for me, too, because we both are in the same boat at this point. (laughs) We're both non-Americans. We can talk about Americans, can't we? Yeah, indefinitely. I mean, we. The, you live in Australia. I live in freaking Canada, Vancouver. Well, see, they they could come and get you. They're not going to come and get me. I'm too far away. They're too lazy to do it anymore. <laughs> but like oh. that wasn't that wasn't a jab either. That was a jab either. <laughs> that definitely was not a jab either. But okay. the flight's too long to come here. It's not going to happen. I mean, like, but they I can drive to see you. I mean, like, eh, like if you like, it's across the country. Like, actually, like it's I'm on the west, west, west coast. Like. 
right there. So, like, if you walk out, there's water everywhere. Wow. So, I'm, people are lazy, and they don't like be, they don't like the cold, so. You're pretty safe. Minnesota, Minnesota might keep the bad people out, but so does Vancouver, so. <laughs> Vancouver's good. I went there one time. You should yeah. come again, because this is, like, jazz central. Do you like jazz music? I feel like you do. Uh, come on. You have to like I jazz like, music. I like live jazz. Yeah, that's I'm what it is. I'm not too big on jazz. listening to a jazz album, but going to a, a live, you know, a, like a you know underground basement yeah, jazz club that's or what something, it is. That's where, what it is. where they all have a solo and then everybody yeah. claps and then the next song—that's good stuff. But yeah, that is. Yeah, listening to that, you know, on an album, it's not the same. Yeah, you definitely. Know, you need that experience with the crowd and everything. That's good. No, the next time, if you do ever come back to Vancouver, like I know a lot of jazz clubs around here. And I know um, a fair amount of managers of the jazz clubs that will indefinitely put on a really good because um, uh, coastal jazz is this huge thing. That's how I saw Maceo Parker for my 16th birthday was because coastal jazz does this. Um, they do this um, sort of festival um, every summer, and it's just fucking awesome, dude. Like Ooh. they they bring they brought Maceo Parker, they brought the Roots, they brought Erica Badu, like. Wow. They love them some jazz. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. One day, I'll be back there. A few years. Guess what? Mm. We ran out what? of time. Time's up. Wow, wow. Well, that was good. We talked that lots of good. things. Wow. We, we talked I mean... about things. We offended some people. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> we did our okay. job. We did do our <laughs> job. And I mean, like, even though, like, I got, like, yelled at to clean my room, it wasn't that bad of a... Trip at all? Absolutely. But I can cut that out. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, <laughs> I don't know. Get in because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a pleasant person. All you people listening, you won't get to hear her mother shouting at her. I got to hear that, but I'll cut that out. You'll just get to hear her what she just said now. So it's great. Yeah, she yelled at me for my David Bowie poster. So oh no, we're definitely not putting that in the behind the scenes at all so yeah you guys are missing out you guys are really yep oh well. anyways but it was great i really enjoyed thoroughly talking to you like we talked about a lot of things thank you we can do it again part two get ready for it one day one day in the future all righty so I'm sure you have stuff to do, and I'm sure... Well, I don't have anything to do anyways, but... There's always stuff to do. There's albums to listen to. There's songs. There's videos to watch. Bootlegs to collect. Hint, hint. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. Come on. Hey, no comment. Look, I've heard things. That's all I'll say. I've heard things. (laughs) says it still as part of peach and Blake podcast and being oh yeah semi, you guys... semi listened to by prince himself i will say i have no idea what a bootleg even is same actually <laughs> what are those the things that you put around your boots when you isn't walk? that a type of jean yeah like a cup that's of jean yeah, or something what definitely yeah. um but to wrap this whole thing up, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I really, really, really enjoyed being here, and I hope to do it again because this was pretty fun. It was fun. It was fun. Okay, so that's the end. Now we get to hear the great theme music. Yay! Yay. See ya! (laughs) 